Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm Danielle Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you awaken, align, self-heal, and transform. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome or welcome back. I am so grateful to be in this space with you and I hope you are doing well. In today's episode, I want to talk about what it feels to hit rock bottom and how you can pick yourself back up and heal instead of letting yourself spiral in negative emotion. Whether it is a relationship breakup, a friendship breakup, a loss, a diagnosis, a rejection, a battle with mental health, or any other struggle life dishes out, we will all experience tests and challenges to differing degrees at different points in our lives. As we grow and evolve, tests and challenges still come, but the degree to which we suffer from them lessens and lessens. So knowing how to pick yourself up during rough times is a vital life skill. Recently, I have been going through something that has led me to question and rethink literally everything in my life. What I went through genuinely felt like one of the hardest things I've ever done. And despite the dramatics, when I was in the thick of it, I literally felt like I was going to die from the overwhelming feeling of anxiety, despair, and sadness. Obviously, I did not die, and this will probably not be the hardest thing I go through in my life. So that experience is actually what has inspired the topic of today's podcast episode. How do you overcome tests and challenges so you are more aligned with your higher self? How do you prevent yourself from spiraling in your negative emotions and instead overcome them? How do you find clarity and trust in the midst of confusion? How do you reclaim your power when you feel completely out of control? That is what I want to talk about today. It's not easy, and oftentimes it feels impossible when you feel like you've hit rock bottom and you're crying in your bed, begging for the pain to go away. How do you trust then that your highest good will prevail? How do you have faith that the suffering will end? Well, first you remind yourself that all suffering is temporary. And you will feel whole again. You will smile again. You will be able to eat again and laugh again. You will wake up one day without feeling as if there is a rotting hole in your chest. No matter what you are experiencing, no matter how detrimental or scary this test or challenge is, the suffering is temporary. And you will come out on the other side stronger and a more evolved version of yourself, even if it feels like that's the most impossible thing in the world. It can be really scary when you start to experience things that make you question your faith and make you question your ability to overcome hard things. But I truly do believe that everything stems from your mindset. And if you can overcome your test or challenge on the mental level, then your life will start to unfold in a more positive way. So now I want to share some of the things that I am actively doing to help pick myself up from this challenging experience. And I hope that these ideas and tips 
give you inspiration for your own healing, no matter what you're going through. So first, I want to say that baby steps are key. There is no need to rush your healing or to put pressure on where you're supposed to be. Just take it day by day. And if going through the day feels too hard, then just take it hour by hour. Try to fill your time with things that make you feel more in control, that make you feel grounded and aligned and supported. And then soon enough you'll see that going through the day will just get easier and easier and easier. And in the same vein of that, make small life changes one after the other. There is no need to do a full 180 if you don't feel comfortable doing that. Small lifestyle changes really do add up to make a profound impact, like eating three meals a day, trying to get eight hours of sleep, journaling in the morning or practicing gratitude right when you wake up, drinking more water, getting some sunshine at least once a day, cutting down on caffeine or sugary beverages. All of these little things really do make a difference because when you're physically healthy, it allows your mind to follow suit, and vice versa. When you're working on your mental health, you just want to work more on your physical health. So any type of little lifestyle change that can benefit you in any way, I say is one of the best things you can do, because they're easy, they're fast, and you can build upon them to have a really big impact on your mental, emotional, and physical health. Another tip is to climb the emotional guidance scale at your own pace. So the emotional guidance scale is a list of commonly felt emotions placed in the order of frequency. The lowest is fear, grief, desperation, despair, and powerlessness. And then the highest is joy, appreciation, empowerment, freedom, and love. So instead of beating yourself up for not being joyful, just focus on climbing up one emotion at a time. For example, if you're in a place of disappointment, doubt, or worry, then transitioning to feelings of frustration and boredom is actually really productive. Even if those emotions aren't great emotions to feel, they are closer to joy than the others, and so you are making incremental progress. Another thing to note when it comes to the emotional guidance scale is sometimes the emotion anger can be productive. And I have very differing views on the emotion anger. But if you're in a place of grief and desperation or insecurity and unworthiness, if you're sitting in these extremely low emotions, then sometimes anger is the perfect emotion to get you out of it. Sometimes there can be a lot of value to feeling anger and frustration because it can propel you to make actionable change for your well-being. It can spark a desire to get out of bed and get better. So don't be afraid of feeling lower emotions, especially if it's the next one on the emotional guidance scale. If you feel like you're at rock bottom or you do not see how you can get out of grief and despair, then just focus on getting by day by day and climbing the emotions. If you just focus on trying to feel happy and excited and empowered, you'll probably feel discouraged. So just focus on what you can handle and focus on making those little changes. And a way to do that is honestly to distract yourself. I don't think bypassing your emotions or sweeping things under the rug is productive at all. 
But sometimes when you're in a really low space and you're sitting in the emotion and you're feeling it, you're acknowledging it, but you can't get out of it, sometimes a distraction is exactly what you need. So go see a movie, go for a bike ride, talk to a friend on the phone. Sometimes you just need that little spark of distraction to propel you out of the spiraling that you're in when you feel like you are so, so low. Another thing I've been doing, which has been so profound for me, is to journal and track my thoughts every morning and every night. Every day really is a new start, and I seem to wake up with a lot more clarity and a lot more determination. And then sometimes I go to bed and I'm feeling really emotional and really low. So being able to look back on how my emotions shift and change actually grounds me. When I funnel my thoughts into sentences, I not only gain clarity, but I also gain a better perspective. Because memory changes as time passes. So it's nice to have documentation of how you were feeling and how you evolved from moment to moment. And also just what your thoughts were while you were experiencing these tests and challenges. Because let's say it's six months from when you're experiencing this challenge and your memories start to shift and change and override what actually happened. Well, you can pull out your journal and go back to the exact dates you were struggling and you can actually see the truth and the validity in what you were feeling. And I think that that has a lot of value, especially when you come up against your next test or challenge in your life and you're like, this is the worst thing in the entire world and I'll never get through it you can go back to your journals and you can see exactly how you got through those tough times. Another thing I've been doing is surrounding myself with a solid support system. People I love and people who love me. People I trust and people who are able to uplift me and make me laugh and get me out of my stuck lower emotions. It's often really, really easy to isolate yourself when you're struggling whether that be with a test or challenge in your external reality or a mental health battle inside yourself. But the worst thing you could do is push people away, especially the people that care for you and that want to help you and assist you through this time. I definitely see the value in alone time and reflection and taking the time to yourself to work through your own struggles so that you're not relying on other people to help you. But if you're alone all of the time, and if you ice people out, then that's just going to make you spiral more and more into those lower emotions. So one of the biggest things I could say as far as advice is please do not shut out your loved ones. Gather your support system, and it's okay to rely on other people for assistance. It doesn't make you weak. It actually makes you strong. Other things you can do is experiment and try to find passions and hobbies that you're interested again. I know that when I'm struggling, I tend to lose the desire to do the things that I normally love to do, and that can be really scary. But if you find yourself in that space where you're losing that lack of love and interest in the things that you usually like doing, honestly, just try doing a bunch of different things, because even a failed attempt is a step in the right direction. Just how you don't want to isolate people, you don't want to isolate your hobbies and your passions and your goals, even if it's only for 10 minutes. Working on something that you used to love doing can help bring you in the right direction, and it can help give you that spark to climb the emotional guidance scale, even if the next emotion isn't joy. And when it comes to your emotions, it is so key not to suppress them, but instead allow them to rise to the surface with non-judgment. You want to do two things. You want to prevent yourself from suppressing and also prevent yourself from spiraling. 
So there's this balance you need to strike between feeling your emotions but not letting them consume you. And sometimes that balance can be really hard, but just setting the intention that you are going to acknowledge what's coming up for you with non-judgment, and then when you feel them deeply, give yourself 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever you feel like you need to really sit in that emotion and then say when this timer runs up or right before dinner time or whatever marker you want to use, you are going to intentionally redirect your energy and do a new hobby or watch a movie or call a friend or lean on that support system. Because when you spiral, it's really easy to turn to self-destructive behaviors and that really will only make things worse. Another thing that I work on doing when I'm struggling and I'm dealing with these tests and challenges is to reframe my mind. And if I can't reframe my mind, I will repeat a mantra that this feeling will one day come to an end and I will find clarity. I truly believe that everything happens for a reason, even if you don't know what that reason is yet. Especially if you don't know what that reason is yet, you have to hold on to the trust that you are being guided and supported and taken care of. And that everything that is occurring really is for your highest good, even if you can't see how that could possibly be in the moment. And if all else fails, I stand by this till the day I die, have a dance party. I know it sounds silly, and I know it sounds actually impossible when you're sitting in such agony and lower emotion, but seriously, if you put on music that you can dance to and you just get up and start moving, you really do shake free all of that stagnant energy and you bring in more light energy. I honestly can't explain the shift that I feel, but it is dramatic, the change I feel. Sometimes I struggle when I come up against tests and challenges in life, and for some reason, dance parties is the one thing that gets me out of any low mood. I I don't know why I'm not a dancer, I've never been a dancer, I have zero rhythm, and honestly, if anyone saw me dancing, it would be embarrassing. But just using my body as a vessel to shift and change the emotions that are stuck in my body really does allow me to climb that emotional guidance scale and stop myself from spiraling in those lower emotions. So those are the things that I do to help get me up from rock bottom and to help me evolve and grow through tests and challenges. And those are the things that I've been doing right now because I've been going through a little bit of a hard patch, and I did go back to my other journals when I was also struggling, and I looked at the things I did that helped me, and I made this list, and I started to do them, and I started to take things day by day, and I'm feeling so much better. So I felt really called to share these things with you, in case you also find yourself going through a hard time, and you find yourself wanting to know how to get out of rock bottom in a productive way, that brings you more into alignment with your highest self. So I really genuinely hope from the bottom of my heart that what I've shared today has inspired you to focus on your own healing and has also made you feel less alone because everyone goes through tests and challenges and the best advice I've ever received is that the tests and challenges don't end but the suffering lessens and lessens. So holding on to the fact that Every trial that I power through and every rock bottom hole I climb myself out of is just making the next challenge or test easier and easier to manage. Okay, my beautiful friend, that concludes today's episode of the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I truly am so grateful for you and I'm wishing you lots of love and lots of healing. Sometimes the end of the year can bring up a lot of stuff and a lot of trials 
So I hope that this message comes in divine timing for you and that you are healing and growing to your highest evolvement. As always, if you'd like to keep in touch with me or browse my other sites, everything is linked in the show notes. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'm sending as much light and love as I possibly can through the mic. I hope you can feel it. Talk to you soon.